This is Spreaker Web Radio. Welcome into another edition of The Solar Show. Happy to have you with us. If you want to connect with us here on the show, be interactive on the show, you can do so by email, solus 15 at hotmail.com. Instant message on MSN, solus 15 at hotmail.com. You can also do so on Skype, solus 15 that's S-O-L-A-C-E-015. On Facebook, just do a search for The Solar Show. And you'll be able to catch us there as well. And uh, if you join that group, you'll be able to get instant updates of when we have a new show available for you. And of course, you can then share this show with your family and friends. We thank you for joining us today. We've got a very serious topic to get to, so let's get right to it. Joining us in studio today, Ariel, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm well, thank you. You're, you're not nervous about this conversation? Kind of. <laughs> Yeah, a little. A little? Okay, and what what makes you nervous about it? I've never done this before. <laughs> okay. Well, we're talking today. You're 16 years old. Yep. And you have a daughter. Yep. And how old's your daughter? Uh, she will be a year old on June 23rd. Talk, just talk a little bit louder for us there. That's uh, perfect. She'll be a year old on June 23rd. And we're going to be talking about the experiences that you've gone through what life is like for you because most people think when they you know see a show like on TV you know um, and they think about a 16 year old who has a child they automatically jump to conclusions yeah pretty much I did it too before I got pregnant okay that's that's fair so tell us a little bit first uh, as we get into the show a little bit about your experience, uh, how everything happened, what was going on in your life, what may have influenced some of the decisions you made, that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know. I've kind of had a really stressful life, and at the time, I just didn't really care about anything, and I wasn't being careful. Um, I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> you were 14 when you first got pregnant. Yeah. I was two months pregnant, and I had a miscarriage. Okay, and, and what was that experience like for you? Um, It was hard, because, I don't know, I was kind of getting to the point where I was excited about going to be a mom. and. Were you scared at first? Yeah. I didn't want to tell my mother. She wasn't too impressed. But then again, who would be having their 14-year-old daughter come in and telling her that she's pregnant? Okay, and and so six months, or how long? How far along were you when you had the miscarriage? Two months. Two months. Sorry. Yeah. And and what was that experience like for you? Um, it was stressful. Spent a couple of days in the hospital, and then they told me that I was gonna have a miscarriage. I hadn't had it yet. So how did they know? Um, they did a whole bunch of tests and ultrasounds, and there was no heartbeat. For the fetus, I guess it would be called. Um, so they just told me to go home and sleep off the pain that I was having. And I ended up going home and was I slept for a couple hours. And then I woke up in extreme pain, screaming and crying. And went back to the hospital. And 
by the time I got to the hospital, I felt better because I had yeah. passed. Yeah. And was that emotional for you? Oh yeah, I was upset that I had a miscarriage because I I was excited, right? But at that point in time, it was better off that I didn't have a kid because I wasn't ready. Okay. And then. So six months later. <laughs> I got pregnant again. And that was a little bit of a shock. Not really, kind of. <laughs> um, I don't know. I wasn't really careful about what I was doing and didn't really care if I got pregnant again. I didn't think it had happened, but I wasn't doing anything to prevent it. Was it the same guy? No. Okay. Um, I had actually broke up with the guy that got me pregnant the first time. Um, I was a month pregnant when I left him. Okay. Um. You left him, not the other way around, yeah. so. And at that point in time, I had started seeing my ex from when I was like 13 years old. And, um. I don't know, we kind of jumped back into a relationship, and six months later, I'm pregnant again. <laughs> and and how, how was that this second time for you? What do you mean? Well, were you excited? Uh, um. How was it different? At first, I was thinking about giving her up for adoption, because I wasn't really ready, but... As my pregnancy went along, I had talked to people about, like, what I, what would happen if I was to give her up for adoption, and I just thought it would be best if I kept her with me and raised her by myself. Well, not by myself, but, mm -hmm. um, I just thought it would be better for her and for myself. <clears throat> And, and ultimately, that's not the decision you made. Obviously, you were able to carry to term. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so you decided not to give her up for adoption. Was there a particular reason that led you to that decision? Well, just because, I don't know, you give your child up for adoption, but really you don't know... You may know something about these people, but you don't know what kind of family you're sending your child into or the people she's going to be around. Mm -hmm. um, I just thought that I could look out for her more if she was with me except, and instead of sending her away to somebody else that I really don't know all that much about or about their family. could be sending her off to some crazy family where she's going to get a murderer for a uncle or something. <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of the way that I put it. Like, no, uh, that makes sense. I mean, it's a, it is a scary world out there, and, and that's a part of you. Yeah. Right? So, how old is she now? She's almost a year old. Okay, and, and can you tell us a little bit, and our listeners, about what that year has been like for you? It's been hard. Um, I took care of her by myself, like I did everything. I changed her diapers, I gave her her bottles, bathed her, 
everything until she was about four months old. And then I gave her over to my sister and her boyfriend because I went into severe depression and I was just having a hard time with everything, not just taking care of her. Like, I still wanted to be here and do stuff for her, but I couldn't do it by myself full time. And then about a month and a half ago, I got her back from my sister and her boyfriend and... I'm still not doing everything on my own. Like, she goes to daycare when my mom goes to work. And then I have her from roughly 3 to 7.30 or 8, 8 o'clock, depending on what time she goes to bed. But, I don't know, it's been a hard year. It's been long. <laughs> the, d the depression you had, was that a postpartum depression or a life depression? Do you, do you know? Um, I've been depressed since I was, like, 10 years old, so it kind of, like, at the, f at first I was fine, and then it just kind of kicked back in, and as soon as I gave Lily over to my sister and her boyfriend, my depression, my depression got even worse. I started drinking a lot, and I was never home. I'd spend four or five days away from my house. I'd come back for a day, and I'd be gone again. So, I don't know, I found out about a month and a half ago that I have bipolar. So that's a big part of my what my problem was. And how are you handling that now? Obviously it's a, a very serious um, mental disorder that we've spoken about on the show previous. And uh, I think you were part of that show, if I recall correctly, you were listening. But, yeah. uh, nonetheless, if you want to check, you can check our show page. It's episode number 7 and 7B. Uh, very serious. So how are you coping with that? Um, pretty good, actually. I take my medication, and even my sisters have noticed a big difference in the way that I act. <clears throat> um, and it sounds like your family's been very supportive helping you. Yeah, they have. Um, I don't know, if it wasn't for my mom and my sisters, I probably would have gone crazy a long time ago. <laughs> so looking back, I mean, obviously it's been a long two years. Yeah, it has been. <laughs> Seems like almost yesterday, but it's still been a long two yeah. years. Uh, how, how do you see that your life has changed? Where do you see your life going from here? Um, do you regret decisions that you made? Um, I don't regret anything I've done in my life. I, I don't, um, where I see myself going from now, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Um, I'm just trying to live my life the best that I can. Trying to get myself chemically balanced, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, from there, I don't know where I'm going to go. Are you glad that you didn't give her up for adoption? Yeah. I mean, we spoke before we came on air here. Um, we were we were talking about how my mom was in a similar situation, and she regretted not making that decision. And as a child, I'm glad she did. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I think that it would have been a lot easier if I didn't, or if I did give her up. But... I don't know, in the long run, 
I think she's better off where she is. Um, I don't know what I would have done if I gave her up for adoption. It was hard enough giving her over to my sister and her boyfriend who lived in the same house as me. Mm-hmm. But if I was to give her to somebody that I'd next, like, either not see or next to never see, I don't think I would have, I don't think it would have ended well. <laughs> well, she's me. obviously a part of you, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's so easy for anybody to say, you're too young, you need to give her up so that she gets a proper upbringing. But at the same time, she is you. Yeah, it's easier said than done. Uh-huh. Um... I don't know. Lily, she changed my life. If it wasn't for her, I I don't even know if I would be alive right now, to be honest with you. And and that's a fair statement. We've we've talked many times in great length about some <laughs> things. Um, you you and I have had some very good conversations and that's why I was really glad that we were able to to have this conversation because I think it's really important that people hear your side of the story. Um, very often there's a judgment made as simple as some some rude thing, mm-hmm. um, or or basically that you're you're just making bad decisions. But life happens. Yeah. Right. Do you feel that you're able to provide for your daughter by myself? In general. In general. Um, yeah. If, like I said, if it wasn't for my mom, I wouldn't have been able to do it. So she's um, been a very big important, help. yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, if I was, if, when I came home and told my mom I was pregnant, if she was to just kick me out or be like some people's parents do when they find out their child's pregnant, I don't know what I would have done without mm-hmm. my mom. So she was supportive, although not approving of... The situation. Yeah. Yeah, she was supportive. Um, Once, I don't know, after a little while went on and she got over the fact of being upset about the fact, um, <laughs> she was actually kind of excited, and she helped me a lot. Well, that's her first grandchild, right? Yeah. So there's some influence there for sure. Yeah. Um, but no, I couldn't have taken care of Lily by myself. A couple of the listeners are asking some questions, and that's great. That's what we want. Uh, if you do have any questions for Ariel, you can message us on MSN, solus 15 at hotmail.com, or on Facebook. You can... Um, Catch us at, uh, by searching the Solus Show, and you'll see our posts there. Uh, my name, and you can just private message me there, or on Skype Solus015. One of the questions that came in, and we were going to ask this anyway. We talked about this previously. Lily's father, you said, is a is a different father than the first child. Um, where is he now? Is he involved at all? Um, he's currently not involved. He wants to be, but. He's out in Guelph, and um, I so don't know. So for those listeners who aren't local, that's about twenty minute drive away. Yeah. If you could drive. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
I don't know. He's seen her three times since she was born. And that was in the first month or two that she was born. Um, he was actually supposed to come and see her this weekend, but then he got mad and decided that he's going to wait until I take him to court for and, um, child support. And how old is he? He's 19. Okay. Does he have a vehicle of his own? No. no. He's currently living with his parents out there, and um, his parents are a big part of the reason why he's not around. Um, his mom was convinced that she wasn't his and all this other crap. Like, his mom's seen her once since she was born. And this is supposed to be her grandmother. Um... So there's some de definite family issues on, on his side that uh, prevent his involvement. Yeah. And would you want more involvement from him? I do. Um, I don't want him around for me at okay. all. Like, I, I know I have to talk to him because of Lily. Like, I'll put up with talking to him. But as far as a relationship between him and I goes, I... I don't want a relationship with him. I don't want a friendship with him. I just want to be able to get along for, with him for the sake of my daughter. And that's about it. Okay. And is he working? Is he trying to support at all? Um, He was working, and he had taken me shopping for stuff for her a couple of times. But after that, he's, like, he's not done anything, really. <laughs> Has he given you any reasons for it, or...? No, not... He just doesn't like me, I guess. He won't even talk to me. He doesn't want to come to my house because he thinks that everybody here hates him, which isn't fully true. Like, my older sister and my sisters don't like some of the things he has done. Mm -hmm. But it's hard for an outsider to understand the whole picture. Yeah, because... Right? Like, you could talk to me, and you'll hear my side of the story, and then you could talk to him and hear his side of the story, and, I don't know, you, it's just hard to explain. There's been a lot of stuff that's gone on between him and I, and my mom and him, and it's just... So it's a, it's a tough situation all the yeah. way around. <laughs> Another question that came in was was about the adoption process. Had anyone actually talked to you about it? Yeah, I actually had a girl from... I, I don't know what the place would be called. Um, from the adoption center, I guess. She came in and she explained to me what my options were. And she said that if I wanted to look at families... She brought me a little booklet, actually, of a couple of families that she had that were looking for, a, like, looking into adopt a child, and I don't know, we talked, and she explained everything to me, and I just, I had thought about it for a couple of days, and I decided that I didn't want to go through with it, that it was just, it would be too hard on me. Okay. And so you were given the option about, um, like, an open adoption? Yeah, she told me I could do an open adoption or um, 
I guess it'd be a closed adoption where I don't get to see the child or, um, she explained what would happen if it was an open adoption or if it was a closed adoption, all that stuff. But it's, it's so much easier said than done again, right? I mean, I, I've been through the divorce, um, and the separation. It's a very tough process. I can't imagine them not being in my life, though. Yeah. And I mean, yes, I'm older, and my life's at a different place, but even then, that's a really tough decision to try to make. Yeah. Did you have a lot of pressure? Yeah, to make I did. That decision? Um, her dad, he didn't want me to keep her. He wanted to give her up for adoption. And that, was that partially because he didn't want to take responsibility for his actions? Um, I don't mean to, to sound rude, but... Well, that's exactly what it was. He didn't want to have to take care of her. He thought he wasn't ready. At the time, he wasn't working. He didn't have a stable home. Like, he was at my house, or he'd go home. Like, it was just back and forth for him. He wasn't living on his own. He hadn't finished high school. Just a whole bunch of things all put into one. And, I don't know, his, like I said, his parents did have a big part of why he didn't want anything to do with her. I think that's part of the problem <laughs> right there is, you know, you have no choice but to take responsibility, at least to some extent. Yes, you've had help, but you have to take the responsibility for the actions. Yeah. You know? Um, I, I couldn't just walk away, but, like, he could if he wanted to. Aside from adoption, yeah. which is different, I mean... Men, and, and men have a hard time understanding this because they aren't – they don't have the child with them, right? They don't go through the birthing process. Um, I meant to ask, was it uh, a regular birth? Did you have to have a C-section? I did have a C-section. <laughs> um, I had actually been in labor for a week. Oh, Wow. I, but my contractions just weren't strong enough. I had woken up at one o'clock in the morning, was laying on my couch, trying to wake my mom up by text messaging her and sending her emails so her phone would go off. That didn't work. She didn't wake up until seven o'clock in the morning. Um, she got up and her friend came over and they both made me walk around our cul-de-sac thing, which is a circle. Um... <laughs> And well, we do have listeners from around the world that may not know what the heck you just yeah. said. <laughs> it's like a street that's a circle, and yeah. They made me walk around that a couple times before they would bring me to the hospital. Um, I don't know, a whole bunch of stuff happened throughout the day. I didn't have her until 7 o'clock at night. I went into the operating room at 7 o'clock. I had her by 7.30. So that was definitely a long day. Yeah, and it doesn't sound like it was too fun. Yeah, no, <laughs> not really. She's born healthy, though? Yeah, I would... Um, yeah. <laughs> she was seven pounds, right on the dot. Okay. Um, after that, because babies usually lose weight when they're born. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, within a couple weeks that they're born. She only lost um, three or four ounces, I think. But she was very healthy, baby. Um, I was a week overdue, actually. So there's been no complications that way? She's perfectly healthy. She's not even 10 months old, and she's almost walking. She's 
one crazy baby. <laughs> What's your life like now? I mean, obviously your your social life has had to change. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I try to hang out with my friends as much as possible and socialize with people as much as possible, but it has changed a lot. I used to go out for days at a time, and now I can't do that. So that was a big adjustment for me that I had to make. But life now, it's still complicated. Like, it's hard, but we're getting through. We're doing good. And are you still active sexually? Yes. Okay. Are you taking precautions now? Yeah. I am now. I don't need to have another baby. And and that's probably a good decision. Yeah. <laughs> One is good enough for me. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. If I was to get pregnant again, I would go crazy. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> okay, we've got some questions coming in here, so I'm just checking them out a little bit. It's interesting this question comes up because it's one that did cross my mind um, knowing the conversations we've had in the past. And the question was, did you feel that being intimate with a boy would make him love you more? Um, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> let, me, uh, let me back it up a little bit and ask, how long have you been sexually active? Um, I was 13 years old when I started becoming sexually active. Um, and the decision that you made to start at that age, where I, I, I'm, I'm asking, is there a tie-in from a lack of a male figure in, in your I, life? I or? think that has a part to do with it. Um... I don't really know what it was. It was just the person I was with, at, like the person I was seeing at the time. We had been together for a couple months, and I was just ready to take the next step in our relationship, I guess. <laughs> okay. Would you give different advice to people at that age? Yeah. Looking back now? It wasn't a smart decision. Because after that, my my life kind of just went downhill a little bit. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't advise people to be sexually af active at that age because, I don't know, you have much better things to do with your life than revolve it around boys. It seems that a lot of young people these days really do, though they feel that pressure to become more active sooner in their lives. Yeah. Right. Uh, were you under some of that pressure, or was it, again, back to the question, a lack of a male figure in your life and, and trying to substitute that a little bit, or is, is there a connection there? Um, I think it did have a lot to do with the... Uh, lack of a male figure in my life. I never really had one around. Like, my grandfather was 
and still is around for me. But other than that, I haven't had a male figure around in my life. And to this day, I still kind of can say that I'm searching for a guy who will be there for me. And just, I don't know, take care of me, I guess. <laughs> and I'm but, not passing judgment, but you need to be happy with yourself. Another person can't give you that. Yeah, that is true. And and, and, and I'm saying that from a, a point of view that I didn't have a father figure around. And my mother, as you know, was, was somewhat like I was living with my grandmother for a lot of my life. And, and that, so I have that same, underst like, I understand where you're coming from here. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, another person can't complete you. You have to complete yourself first. Yeah. Do you agree I, with that, or do you think I'm totally <laughs> out in Saturn right now? No, I agree. Um, you're right. I just, I don't know. I don't like being alone, I guess I could say. Do you feel alone in your family? Um... A little bit. I'm the problem child. I always have been, so it kind of... I don't know. <laughs> Just a reminder, you don't have to answer anything. Of course, there's, there's no guns well, to your head or here or anything, so if there's no. <laughs> something that we're making you uncomfortable, you can always just I just reframe. don't really know how to answer that question. I do feel, um, yeah. I mean, you've got a daughter now. Does that complete you a little bit more? Does that, was that part of the reason why you had a second, well, you know what I mean, second child? Yeah, um, she did help with the fact that, like, I don't know, I just seem to have this emptiness inside me that I just feel like I'm alone all the time. She did help me with that. But at the same time, it's not really what I needed. So what do you think you need? I don't know. I need to do something with myself before I can, I don't know, feel that emptiness, I guess. I, I don't know. And I guess the next question to that is, is how do you prevent your daughter from following the same road that you've gone down? Obviously, you don't want your daughter to go through this. You made that clear. Um, or am I, I wrong on that? No, I don't want her to follow in the same path that I did. Um, but how to prevent her from going down the same path that I did, I don't think... I can try my hardest to make it so that she didn't have as hard of a life as me and um, try to protect her from some of the stuff that I wasn't exactly protected from, I guess I could say. Um, but I can't really choose what she's going to do with herself. Like, if she comes home at 16 pregnant, I... First of all, I can't really say much to her. I can be there for her and support her decision, but in the end, it was all her choice. Um, I don't know. I can try to give her the best life that I can, and that's pretty much all I can do. Do you blame anyone for the decisions you made? 
No. I blame myself. Um, nobody else made the decisions that I did. Um, I probably should have chose different people to hang out with, and... Have you been changing those kind of things? Um, I'm trying to. Like, I still don't hang out with the greatest people, and I hang out with people who are a lot older than me. Is there a reason particularly for that? Well, I just... People my age are too immature, and... Um... Not to be rude, are you more mature? It, it depends on how... Um, I don't know. It depends on what you... Um, what am I trying to say here? <laughs> Tough questions. In my eyes, I would say yes when it comes to some things. When it comes to other things, no, I'm not. I have my days where I act like I'm 12 years old, and that doesn't bother me, but... I have my days where I have to be more mature. Like, I have a daughter I have to take care of. You can't exactly act like you're 12 years old and take care of a child at the same time. It just doesn't work that way. Are you still in school? No, I'm not. Are you planning on finishing? Um, right now, I don't see me going back to school. Because of the responsibilities or for other reasons? I have a hard time sitting in school. It gives me too much time to think. Like, yes, I should be focusing on doing my work or listening to the teacher or something else, but I just can't focus. Um, maybe once my medication for the bipolar gets a little more balanced out, I might try to go back to school. But as of right now, I'm just kind of seeing how this medication works out for me and... If I, what I'm thinking about doing is if I don't go back to school between now and the time I'm 18, mm -hmm. I'm going to go and take my GED. Okay. And then I'm going to look into going to school to be a mechanic. So what about like correspondence now? Is that not something you could do? Um, because I don't have any credits in high school. Okay. I can't do anything other than go back to school and get my grade nine. Once I have my grade 9, or at least one credit, I can take co-op or something else, but I don't have any credits, so it's kind of kicking me in, in the ass. So those are <laughs> other decisions you made that are yeah. coming back at you? Well, I first got pregnant when I was in grade 9, so I dropped out. That So that was before the miscarriage? No. Oh, that was at the miscarriage? Yeah. Okay. I was... When I started seeing the guy that I first got pregnant with, I had kind of been going to school on and off. Like, I've had a hard time with school since grade six. Mm -hmm. But I stopped going to school, and then I'd go back, and then I'd stop going to school, and then I got pregnant. And then I had my miscarriage, and then for six months I was going to school on and off, and... Then after that, I got pregnant again. So once I got pregnant the second time, I completely dropped out. And I have been registered in school since then, but I haven't done absolutely anything in school since then. So I'm kind of a high school dropout teenage mother.
Tough life. Yeah. <laughs> but you're learning from it by the sounds of it. Yeah. I'm I am determined I'm going to school to be a mechanic. It's just whether or not I'm going to go back to school between now and the time I'm 18, or if I'm just going to find something else to do with my time between now and the time I'm 18. We have a lot of comments coming in, and I will get to them the best I can here. Obviously, there's a lot to talk about, and a lot of people are listening, and we thank them for that. Uh, Dustin wants to say hi, first of all, and um, uh, let him let you know that he is listening and um, that he supports you any way he can. It's a very touching story, and and uh, and it's and and he appreciates the fact that you're telling it. You know, th these are the types of things that often happen behind closed doors that we can't talk about, and yet. You know, I've got daughters that are turning 11 and 9. Yeah. They need to learn from this type of stuff before they make the same mistake. Yeah. Um, and often these can be <coughs> repeated through generations, which is why I ask, what are you going to do to prevent Lily from following the same footsteps? I'm going to tell her exactly how it is and the stuff that I went through in my life when I... and the relationships I lost when I got pregnant and just how hard it is because it, it's really not easy being a teenage mother. So what have you learned so far? Uh, <laughs> I mean, we, we've said it's tough. We've said you've been learning. Aside from um, knowing that you made the mistakes, what have you learned? Um... That it's just uh, <laughs> that's actually a good question, but a hard question to answer. Um, I, I don't really know how to answer that question. <laughs> would you change it? Would you would you make different decisions? No, I. I wouldn't change it because I have the perfect daughter. She's everything to me. Like, she means the world to me. But um, how are you going to provide for her without school? I mean, you can't rely on your family the whole time, right? I mean, you're dealing with your mental illness, and that's that's a great step. Are you in counseling right now? Not currently, no. Are you looking to do that? Yeah, but because of the fact that I'm not in school and I'm not working, I'm having a hard time with a lot of things. Um, I know I can't rely on my family for the rest of my life. <laughs> as much as it would be awesome, <laughs> sometimes. Um, I don't know. I Like I said before, I'm just trying to get myself back on track so that I can do something with my life and be able to provide for her the best that I can. You're on birth control now? No, I'm not. You're not sexually um, active then? You said you were taking precautions. What were those? Protection? But no, I'm not on birth control. It's just a long story behind that. Is it a medical story? Um, well, that too. I... They're trying to see if my prescription is going to balance me out. Mm -hmm. 
so I can't take any other medication on it. I actually, when I left town, which was about a month and a half ago, I moved to my grandparents' house. And that is when I got um, diagnosed with bipolar. I had gone to the doctor to see about getting depression medications and to get onto birth control. But because of the medication she put me on, she said she wants me to take this and see if it's going to work and how it's going to work with my body. And then after that, we'll talk about getting on other medications like birth control and if I needed depression medication after that. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. <laughs> I guess what concerns some of the listeners from, from the comments we're getting here is that you're still sexually active. Is that still trying to fill some voids? Is the man in your life now, is he constant? Is he with both of you or is he just with you? I mean, it's very important to have that male role model for your daughter that's a steady... You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Um, are, are you with one person? No, I'm not. Um, I'm not seeing a whole bunch of people, but I do have... Okay. Uh, yeah, I can't talk about this right now. That's fine. Um, I don't really want to answer that question. That's fine. We're not going to make you answer anything. Because that's just kind of... Awkward. <laughs> um, Is that the right decisions to be making, though? I mean, we're, we're learning from this experience, right? There was a person that I was seeing, but because of decisions he's making in his life, I stopped talking to him, and I cut off our relationship altogether. He's... He would come over to my house and hang out with me, and he would play around with Lily, and, like, he's a good guy, but because of some decisions he's making in his life, I can't have him around myself and Lily. It's not, it wouldn't be a safe environment for her, I guess I could just Well, then you're making the right decision there. Yeah. <laughs> We have almost run out of time, but I, if you're comfortable, I think we should continue here in a second part of the episode. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Okay, so we'll do that. We're going to take a very brief break. Um, if you have questions, you can catch me up on MSN, Solus015 at Hotmail.com. On Facebook, Solus, uh, sorry, search The Solus Show. You'll be able to connect with me there like Dustin did. And you can always uh, search The Solus Show and join our group, and then you can get in on the chat there as well. Um, we'll be back to talk about... A little bit more of this in just a moment, but uh, for all of those who are listening, um, the one point that they're really trying to make is that they're not judging you, and they really appreciate the fact that you're you're helping tell this story, and uh, with honesty, you know, you're you're not hiding things, you're you're just saying it as it is, and I think that's so important that this type of topic gets talked about. Yeah, um, I don't know, I've realized. If you were to talk to me, I don't know, when I was two months pregnant or even before I was pregnant, I'd try to hide a lot of things, but now what's the point? Like, you can't go through 
life, just keeping things from people or not telling the truth about things because it's not the truth, I guess. I don't know. And, and hopefully you could help someone else. Yeah. I mean, not make the same decisions that I did. <laughs> yeah. We'll be back in, uh, if you're listening live right now, we'll be back at 20 after and I will post your links. And uh, so if you want those links, make sure you do catch me on MSN or Facebook and I will send you those links right away as soon as we come back in about three minutes right here on The Solar Show.